You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 101. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If you want to join our growing Slack community to interact in real time with other listeners to the podcast, please visit bit.ly slash hse slack or text how does she do it as one word to 444-999. Again, text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and you will be sent the link to join this growing community. We have been interacting all week. I'm so excited and I can't wait to have you join us. We, if you listened to last week's episode, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that last week's episode, especially if this is your first time listening, go back and listen to episode 100 because it was a unique episode in that it featured the voice of listeners who talked about what the podcast mean to them. Some of the women who talked are members of Elevate Your Career Academy, and it was just a really great experience. So I hope that you can be part of the next 100 episodes that we have going forward. And with that, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. If you are feeling stuck in your career, or unsure about what move you need to make next, or if you feel like you're unfulfilled and you know that there's more you could be doing with your gifts and with your purpose that God has called you to, I encourage you to schedule a short call with me. In a 10-minute call, we can figure out where you are right now, where you want to be, and how we may be able to work together to move you forward. If you go to bit.ly slash 10tiff, again, that's bit.ly slash the number 10, T-I-F-F, then you will be able to schedule a short call with me and we can figure out where you are right now and make sure that you can build up your faith and your confidence to get you to the next step. I look forward to talking to you soon. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending GroupFit, and that's G-R-P-F-I-T. And so basically group without the O or the U. And I'm recommending the app because, number one, it is founded by a Black man. He is someone who I went to school. We didn't go to school together, but we were Greek in upstate New York, and so we crossed paths several times in different parties and things like that. And he's a good guy. And he is a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And he started an app that is dedicated to bringing black people and people of color together around fitness. So imagine Instagram, but only around fitness type products or not products, but topics, um, and all those kinds of things. The reason why I'm recommending it this week is because when I was working with the trainer for the first couple months of this year, everything was cool, had an accountability group. We were using this app together and I realized that I was looking for another community that was phone-based around 
fitness where people like could check in and I could also have guided workouts. That's what I love about this app is a guided workout and you can go between different levels, weight loss, different goals, weight loss, weight gain, muscle toning, four weeks, six weeks, intermediate, beginners, all types of different ways to select what works best for you. And the app is continuing to evolve. It's continuing to grow. And I just wanted to recommend it because I'm really excited to see a black man in, you know, doing something in tech and trying to grow his business. So I wanted to support and I downloaded the app. I am a member of its paid version. You do not have to do a paid version, but I recommend if you're looking for a community, if you're looking for just a new way to get to interact with your workouts or track your workouts, the user interface is great. So that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. Download GroupFit. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode 100, I encourage you to go back and listen because it was a bit of a unique episode in that it featured the voices and conversation with some current listeners of the podcast and current supporters of Elevate Your Career Academy, either as current members or as people who have already gone through it, graduates of the academy. And what was so powerful about that conversation, a lot of it's centered on bearing fruit. And one of the reasons why that concept has been so special for me this year is because I started the year with a word. And this is something I've done for the last three years. Last year's word was faith. This year's word is surrender. And in prayer and reflection about the word surrender, about what it means to surrender to God and what it means to surrender my life to him every day, choosing him over myself, my flesh, all kinds of things. I also heard and and really came kind of connected to the idea of producing fruit where I'm planted taking that a step further to producing good fruit where I'm planted. So surrender and produce good fruit where I'm planted. And that has been a constant prayer of mine this year. In in the last, I would say, four to six weeks, there has have been some changes happening in my life, in my career, in my in just different little things here and there. And I've just become more aware. I'm recognizing that I'm turning another year in my 30s older in less than seven days as of the recording of this podcast. And the importance of seasons has been coming up for me. And so what I want to talk about today is the importance of paying attention to your season. Right now, as of this recording, it is April. That's not true. It is May 1st. (laughs) It is May 1st. Spring is here, although it did not feel like it today in Philadelphia at all. It felt chilly. It was very cold. No sun. Anyway, spring is here. And what I I remember one day I was walking back from the gym and I love being outside. I'm not an outdoorsy person in the sense that I'm going hiking and sitting in the grass with no blanket down and all that kind of stuff. But I love being outside because it helps me see creation, right? Like it helps me see some of the beauty that God just has existing and for display for the world to see. And 
as I'm walking back from the gym, I remember how quiet the mornings were in the winter. I walked to the gym every morning around between 4.50 and 5 o'clock in the morning. And the world, it's super, super dark in the winter at that hour. It's cold. There are no leaves on the trees. The birds are not there or they're very quiet. And gradually, as soon as you get into March, you start to see things come back to life. You start to see buds on the trees. You start to see grass because the snow is melting and you start to hear birds and you almost forget, at least I, in my experience, I almost forget that I hadn't heard birds a lot and loudly in the wintertime until all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, the birds sound so loud right now and it's so exciting. So then you start to see these trees. I have these beautiful trees in my neighborhood that have flowers on them. And it's just in within a month, six weeks, the world looks completely different. And as I was thinking about that on my walk, I was like, you know, what happens in the wintertime that allows spring to come? And in thinking about our own lives, what happens in the winter seasons that then allow for the growth and the spring to come in our lives? So it's important for us to think about the the winter seasons, the the fall seasons, the spring, the summers, the time to harvest, right? So again, I'm going to I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but thinking about the season that you are in. It is physical spring at least in the northeast United States right now and in other parts of the United States as well. But what season are you currently in and how do you recognize? One of the challenges that we have as people is people who have life happening to them every single day is that we are so busy moving forward. We're so busy trying to get from today to tomorrow, from task to task, responsibility to responsibility, expectation to expectation, that sometimes we are living life in survival mode. We're living life moving forward and just going from day to day, moving quickly and not taking stock in the season that we're currently in. And so Thinking again about, I mentioned earlier, producing good fruit where you are planted, it's important to know if you are in a season to produce fruit. It's important to know if you are in a season where it's actually time for you to rest, if it's actually time for you to work, if it's time for you to, you know, grind it out for whatever that next destination is, if it's time for you to just sit back, observe, be still and surrender. But if you're not paying attention and reflecting on the season that you're in, you will miss opportunities because you won't be doing the right things that correspond to the season that you're in, in in your day-to-day experience. So for example, if it is a season for you to rest and be still, but you are busy being busy, you will miss the gain and the actual rest and the insight that is supposed to come from you being still if you're too busy being busy, right? So I want to share a few scriptures that relate to this concept because like I said, it's a natural, it makes sense that in April, going into April and May, that as the seasons are changing to think about seasons, but we go through seasons every day in our lives that don't correspond to what's happening outside. And your season 
could be different in different parts of your lives. So your finances might be doing one thing, but your relationship could be doing something else and your health could be doing something else and your career could be doing something else. But if you're not paying attention, if you are not making observations about what is going on around you, you will miss the opportunity to get what God is trying to deliver to you in those seasons. So let me just take a step back and let me just share a few scripture references here. So Ecclesiastes 3, starting at verse 1, talks about the importance of season. Now, this verse is some is a verse that is often quoted, so it will sound familiar. Again, I'm reading from the ESV version. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. And I'm going to stop there. This passage breaks down a lot of juxtapositions, a lot of things that are on one end, that are on opposite ends of different spectrums. And a lot of us in our lives, we want to be on the positive side of each of those things. We always want to be on the side, on the side of reaping, right? We always want to be on the side of harvest. We want to be on the side of life. We want to be on the side of growth, the side of building up, not the side of tearing down. But in the tearing down, in the winters, in the hard seasons, that is what's laying the foundation for the growth that is to come. If you think about your own life and think about what came from your seasons of quiet or your seasons of struggle, your seasons of challenges, the situations that left you broken, the situations that tried your patience, your faith, your relationships, your family, your finances, all these things. How did you come out on the other side of that? Chances are you came out stronger, better, more refined. I talk like scripture talks about the process of gold, of gold being refined and how the crucible is for silver. I might be messing this up. The crucible is for silver, but the furnace is for gold, right? And in order for you to get the value of certain things of in certain seasons of your life, you have to go through something else in advance of it. And so it's important for you to be mindful because again, if you're just busy being busy, you'll miss the dots being connected as a result of what's happening in your current season. So let me give you another scripture. Psalm 1-3 reads, or rather 1-1 through 3, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seats of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all he does, he prospers. And what I love about this scripture, particularly this passage, particularly verse 3, he is like a tree planted by the by streams of water that yield fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In talking about 
a tree planted by streams of water that yields fruit in its season. We are, if we imagine, and scripture also talks about being, we bear fruit. There are seasons when fruit is to be bared. And there are seasons when mango trees don't have no mangoes on them. There are seasons when watermelon is not supposed to be in the supermarket. There are seasons when now we have bananas all year round. Lord knows where those bananas come from. But if you notice in the fall, all of a sudden you start to see different types of squash. But you don't see squash in in the grocery store all year round. And if you do, it's that that butternut squash that looks real puny that you don't want to buy because it's like this, bro, you ain't supposed to be here and it's only two of y'all in this bin, right? So my point is, is that there are times when we are not going to bear the type of fruit that we know that we're capable of bearing. If Let's say a mango tree knows it's a mango tree. There is a time when this mango tree is like, I know I'm a mango tree and I want to make some mangoes, but right now is not my time. If you are not paying attention to the season that you are in, you can be placing unrealistic expectations of the type of fruit you are supposed to bear when it's not your season yet, right? Sometimes we have to go through our winter. Sometimes we have to go through our off season, but in the off season, there's rest happening. There is realizations happening. There is reflection. There is growth happening under the surface. There is rejuvenation, right? There's so many things that can happen even when you're in a season where you're not seeing the things that you know God's vision for you has, that you know his will has for you. You just have to pay attention and make the best of where you are in the moment. So I want to give you a few points about how do you pay attention to the season that you're in? How do you assess what is going on as opposed to just being pushed or pulled by life without having any sort of awareness of what's going on? The first thing that you want to do to kind of figure out what season you are in is to objectively observe what's happening in your own life. I didn't just say observe, but objectively objectively observe. And what, here's why I say that. When you are in a situation where your emotions are running high, how many of you go to a homegirl or a homie and say, listen, I need, I need to run something by you? You do that because you're trying to get somebody's outside, either you want to vent or you're trying to get someone's perspective who has a little bit of emotional distance from the situation. You can do that same thing for your own understanding of your scenario of like what's happening in life. If you objectively observe, you take a step back, all of a sudden, like if I think about the day I had today, for example, the day started out with me running late. I woke myself up out of my sleep so harshly this morning, I started the day with a headache. I went to bed really late. I woke up really early still, had a headache, didn't, wasn't ready to get to go to the gym on time. Then I realized it was the first of the month. I didn't have my new monthly pass. Then I had to go to the doctors. I get to work. My computer 
was not working. <laughs> I spent like 35 minutes on the phone with IT when I only had a limited amount of time to do what I was supposed to do before going to a doctor's appointment that kept me in the doctor's office for over three hours. Then I had to go back to work. Then I, you know, was doing things around work, whatever works, finished days over. I get to my house. I don't have my house keys. My house keys are on my desk. So that's the day that I had. I also made a decision in prayer this morning to fast today. And as I was in the midst of all of the different things that were frustrating me today, I was aware that I was under attack because I was trying to do something. But if I was not paying attention to what was happening and recognizing that all of a sudden I never have a day that has this type, these, this many things happen all like all at once. Very rarely do those days happen. And when those types of days happen, you have to find out what, what is going on here. Something is, something is off in the atmosphere. What I believe was off for me is that I was being attacked today. And as I was seeking to draw near to Christ intentionally today, the enemy was like, nah, nah, I'm going to keep your, I'm going to take your attention away. I'm going to have you get an attitude. I'm going to have you get short with people. I'm going to have you be upset that you had to sit in your hallway for 20 minutes and wait for somebody to come open your door. Right? So objectively observe. I say all that to say, I paid attention to what was going on. I stopped and I, and it, after getting upset, I prayed and said, you know what? I see what's happening here. I'm not going to allow this moment to take me away and destroy the rest of my day or the rest of this moment. So you have to pay attention to what's happening in your life in a moment and, and try to connect the dots and see what is going on. Because what we often think is disconnected is very rarely disconnected. Coincidences are not, they're coincidences, but they're, they're, it's really God's providence, right? It's God's hand in it. There's intention behind it, even if you are not the one creating the intention behind it. People talk about active listening. I want to encourage you to actively reflect in your life every day. The second thing that you can do to figure out what season you are in, pray and ask for insight. James 1, 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And that, so that's James 1 verse 5 through 8. And if you pray and ask for insight, we see here and we hear all over scripture. If you lack wisdom, if you want insight, if you need answers, ask God, ask him and believe that it will be given to you. And it might not come in a booming voice or a thunderclap or, a, you know, manna falling from the sky, but it might be a knowing in your spirit. It might be something that someone does or says, a message that resonates with you, right? So pray and ask for insight and believe that you will receive it. And when you're praying and when you're asking for insight, 
ask God, what am I supposed to be learning, doing, or taking from this season? How am I supposed to govern myself? What actions do I need to take? And when you are, when you give yourself time to be quiet and still, which is something I did not know how to do for a very, very long time. When you're quiet, when you're still, God answers and you'll hear a, you'll hear a still small voice. And it, it again, it won't be audible, but it'll be something that resonates within your spirit, or it might be audible for you depending on the situation, right? But just know that God responds to prayers and to insight and to our questions about wisdom in so many different ways. How many times have you listened to something or have you been thinking about something or worrying about something and all of a sudden you play a sermon on YouTube and you're connecting dots and now things are starting to make sense and now you have this insight that makes you feel so peaceful and at rest, right? Sometimes that's how messages get are given to us in different ways, books, prayers from someone else, a kind word from a stranger, a compliment that really hits you on a day you were not feeling great about yourself because you were two weeks out from getting your hair done, whatever the case may be. Just know that when you pray and ask for insight, God will answer your prayers if you ask in faith. And I want to make another point about this. This type of reflection and objective observation and prayer for insight is not just for the seasons of struggle. It's not just for the struggle seasons. It's not just for the winters. It's also for what's happening when things are going well. A lot of times, and I've heard pastors say this, I've heard it talked about before, that when things are going well, it's easy to forget about who God is. It's easy to not pray as often. It's easy to get out of your word a little, not be in your word as frequently because life is good. Things are great. But it's also important for us to pay attention and objectively observe in good seasons, in seasons of harvest and plenty and abundance and all that kind of stuff, because there are lessons in those seasons too. And what you don't want to do is not grasp the fullness of what what you're supposed to be taught in those seasons as well because it's the lessons also in that you learn in abundance that will carry you through in seasons of struggle and starvation right it's remembering that god provided in seasons of abundance that keep your faith when you have less than you thought you should have or less than you think you need in a season of struggle so also think about this in the context of your winter and struggle seasons as well the last thing that you should do to figure out what season you are in is to call out the connections this is going to build upon objectively observing and praying and asking for insight and speak out loud the different things that you have seen. Journal it and say, okay, this thing happened on this day. And then two weeks later, I had another conversation that brought this this thing full circle. And then another thing happened two days later that just had me standing in disbelief, right? When you pay attention, when you're objectively observing, when you're praying and asking for insight, and then you actively make the connections between the things that are happening, you will see that things are not random. If you read one, one example of this in scripture, I think is the book of Esther. The book of Esther is as I studied, like I've mentioned before, I think that I've studied Esther through a sermon series with Dr. Tony Evans, and he has a CD set on it. But he walks through 
Esther through the concept of God's providence. And when you pay attention to things that seem disconnected, all of it leads up to Esther becoming queen and then saving her people from genocide, right? So it's not a matter, it's not, oh, Esther just happened to be so pretty and oh, Esther just so happened to get chosen and oh, Esther just so, it's not just so happened. It was ordained that way, but it, when you read it on first glance, it's just a story. But when you pay attention to the dots that were connected that, but for this thing, the next thing would not have happened, it starts to tell, and it's almost like painting by number. It starts to bring a different picture together. So connect the dots between your experiences, the things that happen, and you will begin to recognize, okay, you know what? Maybe this is a season where I need to chill. Maybe this is a season where I need to think about fasting more often. Maybe this is a season where I need to take care of myself in a different way. Maybe I'm in a place where I need to reevaluate the types of relationships that I have in my life. Who are my friends? Who are my enemies? Maybe I need to ask for more at work, right? Depend whatever that situation is, you have to pay attention and participate in your own growth. Participate in God bringing certain things to you, not you working for him to bring them to you, but being an active participant in the blessings and in the life that he wants you to lead. Because a lot of us will will pray and wait in the sense that we're just sitting on our hands and waiting. When in reality, if you have hands to do things with, if you have the ability to use your voice, if you have the ability to get up and do something, you, there's a reason why you have the ability to get up and do things. doesn't mean be a busybody. It doesn't mean operate outside of God's will. It doesn't mean freestyle and try to take control of the situation, but it means being an active participant in partnership with God's will so that you can see the, the fruit, if you will, of whatever season you're in, even if the fruit is not going to grow on this tree right now because it's winter and you don't bear fruit until the spring. So a quick recap on paying attention to your season and how to figure out what season you are in. The first thing that you can do is objectively observe. Pay attention to what is happening in life and actively reflect as life is happening. The second thing that you can do is to pray and ask for insight. James 1, 5 through 8 talks about the how generous God is with wisdom, but the caveat is that you cannot ask for wisdom and then not think you're going to get it and then be, wor- be confused as to why you didn't get the wisdom you were asking for. And the third thing that you're going to do is connect the dots. Actively pay attention and draw connections between seemingly random occurrences and situations. Now, I'm not telling you to find stuff that's not there and start making stuff up and being, you know, being out there. But really, again, if you're praying, if you're objectively observing, you're asking for insight, then you'll start to see the picture come together. So I want to thank you for listening to episode 101 of How Does She Do It. I'm so grateful for you, grateful for your continued support. If you want to join the How She Elevates Slack community where a bunch of us are connecting every day in real time, 
who are supporters of each other, who are supporters of this podcast, have different walks of life, but all connected by our desire to grow and live out our faith in Christ and be the best vessels that we can be on this earth while we are here. You can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and you will receive the link to join or you can go directly to bit.ly slash h as in how s as in she e as in elevates slack and you will be invited to join the community until next time leave a five-star rating and review in the apple podcast app and also be blessed and be a blessing